How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to Not Another Movie Pod, episode 12. Zach Williamson, Ross Cutsforth, Luke Goosens. Today is our first po- post Thrones episode, boys. So sad. Yeah. So sad. It is sad. It's sad, but hey, I mean, we got a little Thrones that we're gonna cover here today. We got we got some other stuff though that we gotta do first though. So a bunch a bunch of news we can still get to. So let's get into it. Yeah. So first big story this dropped last week. Robert Pattinson. He's reportedly going to be the next Batman. Nicholas Ross's boy, Nicholas Holt, was actually in the running. But hey. a, a source that I trust, what were you going to say, Ross? I still think he would make it not a bad Batman, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I don't, no, I don't know. I don't be know bad. about him. All right, all right. But a source that I, I trust on this, he's from Variety. He was the one who broke the news, too, actually. And he basically said it's a done deal. It's going to be Robert Pattinson. Wow. And then all the mm. other sources came out after and said, eh, it's not, but... They all had Robert Pattinson as the very as the front runner too. So um, I assume DC is just waiting to make their announcement on their own. And I think another sign too was that Robert Pattinson was at Cannes Festival this last weekend, where they premiered like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, for example, that was the big one there. And whatever yeah. movie he's in, I can't remember the name of it this year. But anyway, so he was there and he was just dodging any question that he had about it. So I think <laughs> it's like pretty pretty obvious that this is going to be him. Yeah. I'm gonna ask, what'd you guys think about this? Also, some other news too was just that Catwoman and Penguin—they're reportedly two of the villains they're gonna be in this movie. So overall, what'd you Wait, guys think? What? Okay, Catwoman and Penguin are gonna be the villains. Two of okay, sorry, yeah, clarified. Two of the many villains. There's supposed to be. There's supposed oh, to be more than two. Many villains in this yeah. one movie or in in this series? In this next movie. Yeah, just in the movie. I wonder how they're gonna oh, do so that. There's gonna be many villains. There's gonna be at least two. But for sh- and I think they're gonna bring in more here soon. It's not oh. we just don't know yet. So it's gonna suck. <laughs> you already, so you're already out on it, no. dude. If they're putting more than two villains in there, they're not gonna be like deep characters, like some S- Spider-Man three stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some Sam Raimi Spider-Man three. You, that's too many villains. That is too much. There was too many in that one. Yeah, but I'm not gonna say it can't be done right that way either, though. Yeah, I was gonna say like I, I'm. I'm not sold. I mean, like, I'm not out on that yet. I think the director is yeah. Matt Reeves, and he's a really good director. He did Cloverfield back in 2008. He did both of the recent... Solid movie? Yeah, he did both those Planet of the Apes movies that just came out. Also solid, damn. Yeah, and I mean, I think that I think DC's kind of on the right track lately. I think outside of Justice League, you know, that we... <laughs> not a good movie. <laughs> Aquaman was good. I thought Shazam was pretty good. Wonder Woman was solid, too. And I think this Joker movie looks pretty decent, so... Dang, I still need to watch Shazam. It's decent. It's, it's solid. Yeah. It doesn't feel yeah. it doesn't feel like it's a part of the whole DC universe kind of thing. It feels like they're trying to get away with that, away from that a little bit more now, like with the Joker yeah. and then this movie too. Yeah, but it's more like a kitty movie though. Yeah. Is it? Or Shazam. It's it's kind of kitty. It's it reminds me of uh have you guys ever seen the movie Big with Tom Hanks? Yeah. Um no. Of course. Who hasn't? I have not. You haven't seen it? Yeah. Dude, that's a classic. It's a good movie. Damn, all right. Recommend? You should watch it, yeah. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Yeah, okay. It's like a classic. It's like a childhood classic. Oh, also, I was going to ask. Okay, maybe I just can't think off the top of my head. <laughs> Refresh me, Zach. What's like a movie that Robert Pattinson has been in? Yeah. So- <laughs> Besides Twilight. Don't fucking say Twilight. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say is that he 
I don't I don't think that that's something you should give him a bad rep for. Is just I think that there was a lot of problems oh, with those movies. Wasn't he some? What, yeah, he was in some western movie. Fuck, what was he? I'm trying oh, to think. Shit. Like recently, he was in. Have you ever seen Lost City of Z? That was it. No, that was it. Lost City of Z. I watched that. Yeah, it wasn't western. He. I just remember he was old timey. <laughs> Yeah, they're like out in the Amazon. That one's good. I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I thought that was good. Honestly. Oh, they're in the Amazon? They're down in South America. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. So was his character good? Yeah. Or his acting? He was a good supporting. Yeah. He was a supporting character in this one. And I thought he was solid. The The lead was Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, okay. Tom Holland's in it yeah. too. It's a good movie. You should watch that one too. Oh, dang. Sounds like a good cast. Yeah. I mean, Robert Pattinson was just like his homie helper dude. but He's kind of his guide through the Amazon a little bit. Fellow explorer. Was he a badass or... I mean, or nah. they're not like crazy. I don't know. They, I mean, they're explorers out with natives everywhere, and it's it's just a fun movie. It's cool. <laughs> Wait, they're South American explorers, so is that what you mm-hmm. said? They're exploring in South America, yeah. So it'd be like Aztecs and Mayans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're basically, yeah. they're just trying to find all these hidden cities back then because that was yeah. the big, what everyone was trying to do was go out there, explore, and discover new stuff. It was just not discovered yet in the early 1900s. <laughs> well, actually, I think Aztecs and Mayans were central america more but yeah <laughs> good <laughs> yeah so i was gonna say there was that movie i thought that one was good he basically went after the twilight stuff and went kind of underground and started doing a bunch of indie movies and tried to build his rep up he also did this other one i really liked called good time what's that about it's basically about a robbery that just goes bad it's like him and his uh, mentally challenged brother his brother ends up mm-hmm. getting arrested and then it's like just this wild night where he's trying to get money to post bail for him and just a ton of stuff goes wrong oh so he's just on a robbery spree or like bank robbing or yeah what? It, it, stuff goes bad basically through the whole movie yeah. but it's solid and like that was the one that for me i was like okay this dude's actually a pretty good actor and yeah. i'm gonna give him a chance on this and then i've been meaning to watch his recent movie it was called high life it's like a space movie with andre 3000 in it and that one got good reviews too but yeah, so I mean, I, I I'm I'm kind of into it. I think he kind of has the look for it a little bit. He's got the he's got the Batman chin. Yeah, he's just kind of on the come up a little bit. I I don't know. People are very negative against this right now. I think hey, you should give it a chance. It's just because he seems like he's gonna beat your ass and then make you fall in love with it. Yeah, or you know that that is the thing for me too. I'm just like this dude would have to bulk up a little bit to be a Batman in my mind. <laughs> oh, he definitely needs a bulk up. But I feel like that could be a good casting choice. I'm not out on it yet honestly. yeah i'm into it a little bit and i think the director's yeah. good and what also makes me pretty into it too is that he did get cast in christopher nolan's movie as one of the leads so it's just like okay he's ending up in all these great movies they're going to be or these solid mainstream movies oh yeah we don't know if they're going to be great yet but like yeah christopher nolan movie probably going to be pretty yeah. good well that'll be a great movie for yeah. sure yeah we sh- should yeah. we just talk about that now too sure sure yeah go into it get in wait did robert Pattinson or pattinson get cast in dune as well no he's not in dune okay no but we should go over that on a later episode just the whole dune cast because that one's crazy too definitely yeah so moving on since we were talking about it christopher nolan his movie just got a title it's called tenet it's going to be a spy movie set to release in 2020 uh, not not too many details are known about it that yo like robert pattinson when he got cast he said that basically <laughs> he walked he had to walk into a room and he got to read the script one time and that was it yeah <laughs> and he was locked in there and that was it couldn't leave that's that's pretty crazy like you don't really know exactly off one read if something's gonna be great but it's christopher nolan you know you can't just turn that down yeah, yeah. i was gonna say i mean he he had pretty high praise for it too yeah he? he said it was solid but he also said i only got to read it one time 
Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and it's going to be an ensemble film. You know that too. And, and the cast is shaping up pretty good so far. It's got John David Washington as the main lead. He was the star of Black Klansman. Plays wide receiver Ricky Jarrett. Oh, no yeah. way. Nice. In uh, HBO's Ballers that has The Rock as the lead in it. And y'all know who this guy's dad is too? Take a guess. <laughs> Denzel Washington? Yes. <laughs> I mean, Washington kind of gave it yeah, away. Yeah. So I didn't know that until a couple months ago. I was looking into all this when he got cast, and I was like, no way. I mean, that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah, so they have that. And then Elizabeth Debicki, who she starred in The Great Gatsby. She was also in The Guardians of the Galaxy Galaxy 2. I think she was the um, – Ross, I can't remember her name. It was the gold girl, the the high priestess. I can't remember her name, though. Oh, the girl that – creates Adam yeah it's like Aisha or something like yeah. that but so she was in that then she was in last year's widows which was really good it starred Liam Neeson and Daniel Kaluuya who was in get out and Black Panther yeah and then yeah. this week also Aaron Taylor Johnson who we know from kick-ass and age of Ultron is Quicksilver he's in it Sir Michael Caine got cast this week and then Sir Kenneth Bernard he's a sir yeah they're both sirs how do you get sir I want to get sir <laughs> I'm not sure Sir Michael Caine. <laughs> but my man, is he's a sir. And then it has Kenneth Branagh, who he's a five-time Academy Award nominee. He was also in Christopher Nolan's last movie, Dunkirk. And he's also, people might know him as the idiot defense against the dark arts teacher, Gilderoy Lockhart and Harry Potter and the Chamber <laughs> of Secrets. So the, ca- the yeah. cast is shaping up pretty nice. I mean, it's only a matter of time till what, Tom Hardy or Cillian Murphy gets cast and then, hey. Wrap it up. It's a full Christopher Nolan <laughs> yeah. cast right there. Yeah, and I, so yeah. what do you guys think? You guys are already it already sounds good. I mean, yeah, yeah, it sounds pretty good so far. Solid cast. Sounds like the plot will be interesting. And I was reading this article that he was saying it's going to still have those classic Nolan twists. And even though it's going to be made for, I was this is what I was reading. It said it was going to be made for less than mm. one hundred million, which is going to be the first movie he's made for less than one hundred million since. The Prestige, which, by the way, great movie if you've seen that. Yeah. Have you guys seen that? Chris, Christian Bale, mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, good movie. Yeah, they're like magicians. And it's going to be the first movie under 100 million, with under 100 million budget since The Prestige. That makes sense, though. Yeah, but he said it, despite that, it's still going to be like really grand in scale, like mm-hmm. Inception. But I don't know, that's just what he was saying in the interview. Yeah, and he hasn't done like a spy movie, really. I guess Inception's kind of, that's more like a heist movie, though. Kind of that feel. It's going to be good. I got a feeling. He's my favorite director. I'd probably almost say the best director, maybe. I don't even need to know the plot. (laughs) Yeah, you Like You could just say Christopher Nolan, and I'll be like, (laughs) yeah, "Yeah, I'm going to watch it. There's like directors like that that I fully trust, like Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, Christopher Nolan. They're all in that higher echelon where you're like, oh, he made a movie? Oh, I'm going to see it. I don't give a fuck what it's Yeah, I don't even need a trailer. No, I agree, 100%. Wait, who's everybody's favorite? favorite director right now i think quentin tarantino mine is nolan just i think his last like dunkirk was amazing interstellar i thought was amazing then before that it's what dark knight rises that was amazing interstellar was or not interstellar sorry inception he hasn't made a bad movie (laughs) memento memento is great too that that was like his first kind of like big movie and he had insomnia with robin williams and al pacino or something i think i actually don't think i've seen that one That'd be the, probably the only movie. And then the following. I haven't seen his like debut movie from 1998. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet. But other than that. That one was like straight yeah, that indie, was his, wasn't that it? Was his, uh, that one put him on a little bit. But yeah, I mean, besides yeah. maybe Alfonso Cuaron, who did like Gravity, Roma, and Children of Men. 
Oh, Roma was good as fuck. Roma's a great opinion. movie. Yeah. yeah. So those are probably my two mm-hmm. favorite directors right now. What about you, Ross? I, I think Denise Villeneuve might be my favorite. He's good. Too. But then both of those guys you said were also my top three. Wait, what did he make? Oh, Blade Runner 2049, which is the sequel to the Ridley Scott Blade Runners, which were also really good. And then this one was even better. Kind of hard to do in a sequel, especially like in that genre. You think it was better? Yeah, I honestly do think it was better. Even though the first one Damn. was really solid. I love the first one. Really good. Support. Yeah. I think the new one was better. Uh, okay. And then he also, what else did he do? And then he did Arrival, which also I thought was one of the best alien contact movies in probably, I don't know, the last decade. Yeah, I really liked that one. That one felt like a really realistic what would happen kind of a standoff. Yeah, I, I thought that one was mm-hmm. solid. And then he did Sicario, the first Sicario, Amazing. which was, yeah, really good. And then he did Prisoners. It was a great movie. And probably not as good as those other three, I would say, but still really it's good. It's really good, too, yeah. Yeah. And then he's going to do Dune as well, which I'm really hyped for, the Dune yeah. remake. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty hyped for that one, too. I think we should do that on the next it's, pod. It's got a great looking cast. the next cast. pod, we should yeah. go like, in-depth on that cast because I, I can't name that whole cast off the, cra- off the top of my head because it's so stacked. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's got a freaking so such a good cast. Damn, I'm hyped. <laughs> we all we all in on this tenant movie. Alright, moving on. So we got a little Game of Thrones stuff that we needed to clean up on from the last pod. We had one fan question I wanted to ask yeah. you guys. This was from Keith Mustache. This question was just would the Dothraki follow Jon Snow after Daenerys' death? Or like why didn't that happen, Ross? But Zach, were all all the Dothraki were Daenerys's blood riders, right? Yeah, she declared them all her b- blood riders, right? At the very end there of her speech. Yeah, when she landed with Drogon in yeah. front of them and she declared all of them her blood riders. So, yeah, you're right. It is a blood rider's duty to avenge their Kal or Khaleesi, which Daenerys was after their death. That's like their last mission in life, basically. Mm-hmm. So, they're supposed to avenge her and then they, yeah, then they just commit suicide. <laughs> That's she probably just set the yeah. record for most blood riders ever. Oh, yeah. easy. Easy. Yeah, so answer that question, no, they wouldn't follow John. And even like if you ignore that whole thing, I still feel like just because he betrayed her, he didn't it wasn't like a clean kill, you know, it was him betraying her that I don't think that they would follow him. Yeah. It's not a sign of strength. So yeah, yeah. there's no way. It was an assassination almost a yeah. little bit. All right, so next set of thrones news that would have made I think the season a lot a lot worse if they ended up doing this. So writer Dave Hill, yeah. So writer Dave Hill I says agree. Jorah Mormont was originally supposed to live and end up going to the wall with John. I don't even understand how that would have happened with the story they were trying to do. And then they ended up going against that way and his quote was just, and Jorah should have had the noble death he craves defending the woman he loves. So, I mean, I thought that was a good ending for Jorah and it helped her go to the, helped her do her turn. And it also helped make this story a little more believable that characters were dying. Yeah. 100%. Like, you just take him out of there, too, and it's just another less... Oh, man, people have been complaining even more about that episode. If Jorah would have gone to the wall, then he finally would have gotten his punishment from Ned Stark. Oh. True. So many years later. Damn, that would have come full circle. It would have been poetic, but it makes more sense. No, it does make more sense. Yeah, I mean, she... To yeah. the story. She would have, like, yeah. talked... Or he would have talked Daenerys down, you know, out of this a little bit to do what she was going to do, I think, if it went any other way. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, if he was there, like, if he was there, that w- whole thing wouldn't have happened. Yeah, that's what I think. And we would have been more pissed about her turn. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have, it would have been bad. 
been <laughs> what do you think Jorah would have done if she did and he was around though would he have stuck by her side i don't know i mean if they're Ooh. thinking he's gonna go to the wall then and he's going with john then he must have sided with john right in the end if that's what they're trying to say yeah yeah Which almost doesn't seem believable <laughs> either but yeah so good good thing they didn't do that Agreed. all right so next news george r, r. martin he has dropped some comments after the finale. He said, "If for one, he said, if Winds of Winter isn't out by July 29th, 2020, fans can imprison him. <laughs> so he's pretty serious about getting it out within a year. And then fans were asking him again, how is the ending going to be the same, similar, or whatever. He says, the same ending as the show, different? Well, yes and no, and yes and no, and yes and no, <laughs> and yes. So, <laughs> I was going to ask what you guys think about this because I mean the last thing we heard before this was that he said that it's going to be it's going to be different leading up to the ending is what he basically said in April and then he's saying this now in May. So thoughts? So do you guys think that maybe he told them the main plot points for the books, like the main plot points of the ending, and then they went on and wrote the script or did they write the script with him? Yeah. I think it was the first thing is that he told them basically how, like, I think that the ending with Bran on the throne, Daenerys burning everything, John killing her, the Lannisters dying besides Tyrion. I think all that is what he told them. Yeah. But then maybe they went on to write the script and he, they wrote it in a way he wasn't expecting, you know? Yeah. That's what I was saying. I just probably. think that he didn't know how he was going to get there either yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. We probably gave him the pieces. It was like, they probably can't fuck this <laughs> up. And then they did it. I think it's just like, that's part of the problem is you're building this story and then you know you have to build to this point. But it's just, is there enough time to do that kind of thing? And it's just a hard story to wrap up. And he also, I was going to say one other thing he added on in that interview or in that blog post, he said, hey, the difference is, is that they only have 16 hours or whatever they had for the past two seasons, whereas I will have 3,000 pages to flesh it all out. So something to keep in mind. But they also could have had a couple more episodes. Could have had more episodes, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but now hindsight. But, dude, he doesn't He doesn't even know what's going to happen. He's like, well, yes, but no. <laughs> yeah. hey, yes, but no. Like, he doesn't even know how it's going to yeah. be different. That's why it's yeah. taken him so like, long. Let's be real. It's, yeah, it's he hard. doesn't. He still has no. And clue. Then he says a whole other book after this one. Yeah, <laughs> and he hasn't. He hasn't started any of that. He says it just whatever it ends up at. He knows, but yeah. Yeah, honestly, to be fair to Dan and Dave, it is really hard to write a good story. So I commend them for trying at least. But I wish, I wish they would have let somebody else try if they were gonna rush it. You know. Yeah, they should just called up George R. R. Martin, like, bro, you need to hold off on your book. It's too late anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get this done. Let's yeah. get this done right. But yeah. All right. So yeah, moving on. That's it with Thrones. We're going to cover on the next pod. We're going to do the last watch because the boys haven't watched all the way yet. So if you're listening, you should check that out. I watched it. It's a really good doc and it shows just like how hard the whole team worked. You know, all these people like they deserve to be commended for it because they put a lot of work in this shit. And so y'all should check it out yeah. for sure. All right, moving on. So next we got some Star Wars news that came out this week. This came out, actually this might come out last Friday. This is about Knights Old Republic, which we have known. Kathleen Kennedy, who's the president of Lucasfilm, she confirmed at Star Wars Celebration that yes, they are developing a project around Knights Old Republic. We didn't know what that meant exactly, series, film. But now a report came out from BuzzFeed that claims they had three sources confirm it. And they said that a potential film trilogy around the video game series is in development. 
and Leta mm. Caligridis, I think that's how you say it. She's writing the script, and it's going to be based off the video game. So you're going to have Darth Revan, you have Basil yeah. Sean. This is going to be Darth Revan and Darth Bane? Darth Malak. Darth or Bane's way later. Malick. Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is Malak, you're right. That's what I was going to add, too, is that this is like 4,000 years before the Skywalker saga. Bane was 1,000 years, right? Because that's when the yeah. whole rule of two started. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's way back there. And there's a lot of lore. These are my favorite video games. So I'm pretty excited for this. It's all Jedi versus Sith. There was way more Sith. There's even the Mandalorian Wars that kind of lead into everything. I don't know yeah. what you guys think. I would be pretty hyped for this, but I don't know. I, I want to see more about it. I want to see a trailer first before I start to make like any judgments about it. Yeah. Or just details yeah. first. Yeah. Yeah. And just the the whole time frame of when it's going to go, like this is the confusing thing too, is that we know 2022, there's going to be D&D Star Wars. And like for the longest time, I was thinking, okay, that's going to be the Knights of the Republic one. But this is something they commissioned last year. They also announced last year that D&D were going to be doing a Star Wars film. So I'm trying to think like maybe they they haven't announced, like they're holding off announcing more Star Wars movies or something. Not sure on that either. Even how strong is this like Lita Kelly? grid is because like what what else has she done but so yeah shutter i was gonna island. uh so she did yeah so shutter like, island's good is she really yeah shutter island's solid yeah but she but that was off a book yeah but you still have to adapt it pretty good and if you're adapting all this lore that's an aspect i mean D D were able to easily adapt the books and then when they had no free reign they were fucked yeah there's some source material for this too though there's there's yeah there's two games there's a lot of yeah. comics there's a lot of just not it's not canon lore anymore but it's something you can bring but back. it's not like a book like a a book's way easier to adapt than all these different sources I mean, yeah that's true that's true that's video true. games these comics that doesn't make yeah no, i don't know i just it sounds i don't know it doesn't sound like marvel does it with the mcu though too so if they can maybe if they can learn from then star wars is a little different though yeah that's true and also star wars just feels so personal to people because it's been the original trilogy was just people love that, you know, and when you fuck with the Star Wars name, like people will get pissed. Like you can just see from the just you can show from the sequel trilogy, like people were fucking livid at that. Well, that the last you one, know? the last Jedi. Yeah, people weren't. That one was that one split the fandom. Yeah. No, I'm even talking about like Phantom Menace and then oh, into those Revenge the, oh, wait, that's prequels. Well, you're getting all confused. <laughs> Did I say sequel? So that's I get what, what you're okay, saying. Yeah. So they, Sorry. I'm all fucked up Yeah, and those ones, I don't know. Those ones just weren't written well in my mind for what we knew was going to happen to Anakin the whole time. What do you think could have been better? Or like, what's an example? I think that he should have used more real, real world props, like just more real world locations, like what J.J. Abrams is doing now. He's mixing it a lot more. And because those movies were completely CGI. And I think he relied on Mixing practical effects with CGI. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that would be better. Mm-hmm. and that would definitely help out the movie for sure and there was just a lot of really bad lines just a lot <laughs> just <laughs> some of the the romance was not good not well written to be fair to that though zach like that was like in the early 2000s when they were like oh shit cgi so yeah. dope now you know like everyone was kind of like caught yeah in the CGI and I, I think it holds up pretty well looking back but it's just i think he i don't know i think they relied on it too much because they were completely cgi all of it everything yeah they went all in on that <laughs> yeah. cgi the one thing I'll say out of that is those did have, I thought, the best lightsaber fights, those movies. Yeah. Oh, 100%, they really, dude. I, don't, I wouldn't say they have delivered it as great in the sequel trilogy, at least. Yeah. Episode 5 and 6 have a pretty good lightsaber fight, too, though. 
I like those ones. But they were like classic lightsaber fights. We wanted, like, everyone wanted to see fucking Yoda like bat like fight. We got to see Yoda versus Dooku, fucking Mace yeah. Windu. So Ross, dope. I wasn't talking about those. Those ones, I, those are great too. I was talking about the sequel trilogy, yeah. the current. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think they've delivered that amazing fight yet. So hopefully, this next one. No, I, I I'm hoping for it too because Ray versus Kylo was it was pretty cool, just with the trees as the surrounding and all of that. And the cinematography for it was really good. Yeah, but yeah, it could it could have been a little better. And I did like in that one that they used the effects that like they light up, so their faces were lighting up blue or red. That was something they didn't do in any of the other ones. That was cool. But then in the Last Jedi, it wasn't Mm -hmm. even a real fight between Luke and Kylo, for example. Yeah, (laughs) he just kind of washed. Yeah, Yeah, he was just fighting a ghost. Then so that one. But yeah, and then back on, uh, so I was going to add on the Knights of the Republic because Luke was asking what she's, what else she's done. So she did Terminator Genesis, which was not good. That was the one. <laughs> I was going to say that that wasn't a good movie. Yeah, it was with Amelia Clark. No. Not good. She did Alexander, which uh, had like Colin Firth in it. And that one wasn't very good either. Alexander. I haven't even, he, he even heard from, of that It was movie. from a yeah, while back. So she's had some movies that got like panned critically. But then besides Shutter Island, she did Alita this year, which I thought was pretty good. Alita Battle Angel. I like that. Oh, wait, she directed that? She wrote it. Or wrote it. No, she's only a producer. Yeah, I don't know if she's writer, directed anything. Wait, so James Cameron produced yeah. that? And she wrote uh-huh. it? And she also executive produced for James Cameron's Avatar. So that was that was good. Oh, okay. Yeah, but she's just, that's like her giving money. It's not, she didn't have like creative license on that. I think that. she was involved in the development of it. Like with the idea of honestly, it. though, one of the most critiqued parts of Avatar is the script, the originality of it. Would you guys agree? Or because it's been compared, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's not a bad, it's not a bad script, but I think it's a decent it's movie just, though. Yeah. yeah, and then she's she also wrote and created Netflix's Altered Carbon, which is pretty decently well reviewed. Yeah, so she's kind of like, and those are more of her recent stuff. Like we're talking besides the Terminator Genesis, but those other ones that were bad were a long time ago. So. I don't know. Yeah, I'm cautious with this for sure too. I mean, I like the idea of a Knights of Republic movie, just getting it, getting away from the Skywalker saga. Era. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm into that. It just doesn't feel like it's in the yeah, safest hands to me. When you say like Leda Cologridis, I'm like, oh, I don't know who that is. I don't know if they. And like even Shutter Island, that was directed by mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese, right? And then she was with James Cameron for Avatar. So she was with two very good directors that, you know, could probably cover Guys, her ass. Well, that we don't even have a director on this yet. Think about Ryan Coogler directing Star Wars movies. He'd be amazing. That'd be so awesome. <laughs> that would be dope. We should have it happen. <laughs> yes. So Luke, she doesn't there's no director attached to this movie though. So if, what if she does get it with the great director? Then I'd have more faith, but right now I'm just like, ooh, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I guess her track record's not that stellar. I don't feel the safest right now. Got you. Yeah, so, okay, moving on. More Star Wars news. So, The Rise of Skywalker last week had a Vanity Fair exclusive. It's something they do for all their movies. They do a Vanity Fair shoot. Yeah. Drop a bunch of pictures and behind-the-scenes pics. And they've been doing that forever, actually. And one big confirmation out of it was that the Knights of Ren, who were teased back in The Force Awakens, didn't show up at all in <laughs> Last Jedi, and people were pissed. They are going to be in this for sure. There was a behind-the-scenes pic with J.J. Abrams, and then he confirmed it later. What do you guys think? You guys down on the Knights of Ren? Oh, big time. Yeah. They look so Fuck unique. Yeah. And it's like one concept that was really cool that never got delved into. And I thought mm-hmm. it was just something that was really different from everything else that's in the original trilogy of Star Wars. So I uh-huh. thought it would be something really cool they could delve into. And they haven't until now, but I'm hyped now. 
Yeah, and I was going to add, too, that the Vanity Fair exclusive, they said, so this got corrected later, but at first they were saying in the trailer it's Kylo killing a bunch of Knights of Ren, but then they went back when that kind of blew up and said, no, nah, that wasn't that was an error. So yeah. I don't know. Do you guys think that that's possible is what he's doing? Or He did say kill the past in the last movie. Yeah, it'd be an interesting twist if he's going against them, too, in this one. That would be weird. So then what have the Knights of Ren been doing, like, the last movie? Did they do something that made him feel betrayed or what who have they been following well this is there is a time jump too it's gonna be a, that was also confirmed is there gonna be a couple of years in between this but the last yeah. one that was right after the force awakens pretty much so it, it almost made sense that they weren't in it yeah another set of news that came out that i thought was interesting was that the rise of skywalker will at long last bring to a climax the millennia long conflict between the jedi order and its dark shadow the sith <laughs> what do you guys think that means luke what do you think he doesn't know what he's talking about that's so dumb you think so also millennia isn't a millennial a thousand years a millennium yeah. millennia is a thousand years yeah that shit's been going on for more than a thousand years so fuck him he doesn't know what he's talking about i think about. isn't he just talking about since the rule of two has started or is he talking about yeah, yeah. that's what he's talking about that's the canon right now the rule of two what is canon i'm not sure about anything before that if that's considered canon yet like the Sith Wars and stuff were canon? Yeah, that, none of that is canon yet, but like right where Darth Bane makes the rule two. So that would be in a millennia since then. Oh, that's not canon? I thought it was. Hmm. The rule of two? No, the Sith Wars and stuff before that. But I thought you said the games are canon. I would need to look in. No, those games aren't canon anymore. Like the Knights of the Republic? No, no, no. They they retconned everything when they bought, Jesus. when Disney bought them. Lucasfilm. Yeah. They've been reintroducing stuff as we go. I would need to look more into that. I don't think any of that stuff is canon yet, unless it's ended up in like the TV show Rebels, if they've alluded back to it or something like that. But I mean, so what you're saying makes sense, I guess, in this context with the rule of two. But yeah, I mean, for me, it's just, I don't know if you can have Star Wars without Jedi and, and Sith. You know, that's kind of the big thing that's of it. And that's the best part of it. It doesn't make sense. Would it be kind of like Game of Thrones where all future Star Wars movies will be filling out the universe backwards. backwards. Yeah. That could be what they're saying is that this is the end of all Star Wars timelines yeah, right here. The entire story. This is the yeah. end. But it feels like I hope not. If they're going to keep making movies, then they're going to keep going past this and they're keep making TV shows, then I assume they would eventually go past this. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what this means. It'd be interesting to see what this comes out to be. Maybe they do something where it's like a I guess that makes sense, Ross, of them going backwards. It could definitely happen that way. And feel like, cause if they if they retconned everything before Darth Bane, then that means yeah they have so much to explore. Yeah, now. just going backwards. There's so many planets and so many yeah. different stories and things that you could just create in this universe. So yeah, they could definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. Or they do some sort of gray Jedi, some sort of combo thing maybe going forward. If that's also what they mean. Any yeah. Conflict because there is some. I don't like this this theory but just that the rise of skywalker and skywalker means a new type of jedi or new force like somebody who will bring balance to the force yeah something like that i don't like that though so do you think skywalker is referring to kylo ren i don't know or i think it's something Mm. like that oh or do you think then it makes sense that he's killing the or do you think kylo lied to ray and ray is secretly a skywalker as well that is confirmed so I was going to ask, actually, yeah, I forgot to add that, but J.J. Yeah. Abrams did say her there is more to the story with her parents. Yeah. So they're kind of retconning that whole thing. Yeah. Because Kylo could just have been lying to keep her from knowing her true heritage. 
from knowing her true power or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or he doesn't really know. Yeah, so there's going to be more to that. And they could easily play that off like you were just saying, Ross, is that he was lying or he just didn't know. Yeah. I think it could be – I don't know. I don't want to <laughs> – if I had to guess, then I would assume it would be Ray that they're talking about. It's got to be one of those two, right? Or yeah. is there anybody else do you think it could possibly be? Luke or Zach or – You clone Luke Skywalker or she's a clone of someone, another Jedi? <laughs> Oh, I think she's, I still think she's Obi-Wan's granddaughter. (laughs) I've thought (laughs) that since day one. (laughs) I know you love that one. I was trying to think, I think the cloning thing could be it just because if they're going to bring back Sidious somehow, I imagine it would be that he cloned himself. It feels like that'd be the thing that makes the most sense for me. Uh, Yeah, that's a storyline they could pull on from the comics for sure. Yeah, that's in the books. Yeah, in the books. Yeah, for sure. Also, Carrie Russell, who's going to be in this movie, her character was confirmed as Zori Bliss. She looks pretty badass. She's wearing like a pink or purple jumpsuit, sweet-looking helmet. She looks like some sort of bounty hunter to me. If she is a bounty hunter, though, which I think I might agree with you because she does look like it, Mm -hmm. I hope she's not another Boba Fett or another Captain Phasma. Oh, my God. As in a character that looks really badass and is known just for their look, but then is given no character development and just dies right away, you know? Yeah, Captain Phasma is one of the most disappointing. (laughs) That was just to sell toys. She's like Boba Fett 2.0, honestly. (laughs) Boba Fett at least is canon that he's... (laughs) The chrome and... Yeah. 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 Boba Fett survived, though, the Starlight Pit. That's pretty badass. That's actually canon. Boba Fett did do more than Captain Phasma, but they both kind of weren't that great he brought yeah he got he got han solo <laughs> but did you see how he went out boba fett he didn't go out though he lived <laughs> okay but yeah when han solo was like boba fett boba fett yeah and he just couldn't see him he just turned around really fast smacked his him off. i know what a yeah. weak way he's like if, <laughs> if that was the way he went but he didn't go just, <laughs> thank god yeah for such a badass well supposed to be a badass character i feel like since they made that canon though they have some sort of plan with that I'm hoping. I guess with the Clone Wars, they made that character a little more badass. The TV show. Yeah. Because he's pretty badass in that TV show. So, mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that maybe he pops up in The Mandalorian with Pedro Pascal oh, this year. That'd be cool. Because, yeah. yeah, he's still alive. Oh, he could. I... <laughs> he could, yeah. Okay, moving on. That's it with Star Wars. Moving on to some MCU. And this this is some rumory stuff. It's around the Deadpool just what they're going to do with Deadpool. So the first rumor, this one came from MCU Cosmic, who's, they're somewhat reliable. I mean, they were really wrong about the Avengers Endgame title. They thought it was going to be something completely different. We're very adamant that, no, it's not going to be Endgame, and it <laughs> turned out to be Endgame. But they have been yeah. right, they were right about <laughs> the Eternals. They were the first one to come with the Eternals. So some credibility with that. And they came out and said, Marvel Studios is reportedly considering a couple methods to introduce Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool into the MCU. The first would be a new solo film for the character, which seems like that's the likely thing to do to me. They also said a Disney Plus limited series or appearing in the third Spider-Man film. So whatever the next one is after this, he would show up in that. I think a Disney limited series, that doesn't make sense because... I don't like that. I was thinking the same thing. It's got to be rated R, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can't be a Disney Plus show. They're not, they're not going to put a rated R. No, they said series. they wouldn't. They said they wouldn't. They're going to do all that on Hulu, which they now yeah. own. Also, that would ruin it. Just like having a series of this character, like that's too much. Like each movie is unique enough. The punchlines would be less funny and like just the the dialogue. Yeah, I just feel like it wouldn't get as much attention as the movies do. Yeah. 
Yeah, the dialogue wouldn't be as good if it was a series. And it's already a successful it's... movie series, so that and it's rated R, and that's really hard to do a successful comic book rated R series, you know. So it that feels like that's still we're going to go with. Yeah, and there's still there's still a lot of stories they can tell with Deadpool. Yeah, and then the second rumor. Outside, that's why I didn't comment with Spider Man part yet. But the second rumor. This is from Roger Wardell, who I'll go in more depth on in a second. He says. There are no plans to add Deadpool in an MCU Spider-Man 3 movie, but Sony desperately wants Tom Hardy's Venom in this movie. And then they said Deadpool has his own films, but never showed up in the main X-Men films. And it will be the same for the MCU. And I think that makes sense, yeah, that he would do his own movie. And I trust this Roger Wardell guy a lot more. I'm not saying it's 100% confirmed or anything, but this is the dude who back in December... He was leaking just a ton of stuff about Endgame. He came out and said that this movie will have Fat Thor. He said there will be a human Jarvis, which will be the first character to go from a TV show into the movie. He said Robert Redford was going to return and scene with Tony Stark and Ant-Man. He said Chris yep. Evans is going to hail Hydra. Or sorry, that Captain America would hail Hydra. And then he said that Thor is going to kill Thanos, and that would be the end of that character. But we knew that there's another Thanos coming up. So, I mean, like, this dude... This was and this is way before the movie came out. So this guy's pretty accurate. Damn. I was gonna ask what you guys think though about Tom Hardy's Venom being in this. I don't think there's any chance. I don't know how they would do that. I think this would be really cool because this is the exact path that could go down, which would be, be an amazing storyline for a Spider Man couple films, I think, is have Venom come in, Tom Hardy's Venom come mm-hmm. in, Eddie Brock, and then when the symbiote have you heard of the anti venom storyline? Yeah. Zach for Luke, yeah, I think that is the storyline they should do. Eddie Brock comes in, loses the Venom symbiote to Spider-Man. Eventually, he gets cancer and starts dying, and then it would be told like the second movie, or if it's one movie, a lot of it would be told from his perspective, and then he would have the anti-Venom trigger, and he would go back and have that conflict with Spider-Man, which I think would be a cool way they could do a movie with him or like two movies. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I The only way I can think of for me with just how the universe they've set up and if they would even consider bringing a Sony character in right now with them building their own thing is if they did the multiverse aspect and it's like a different Tom Hardy Venom. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. you bring him into this universe somehow. That That's the only way I think that it would work personally. Yeah. I would really like to see the anti, anti-Venom storyline. Yeah. I loved, I, I honestly enjoyed venom for the most part I, I i just really enjoyed tom hardy i, I love tom hardy yeah. so i would love to see that somehow but i don't know if it would work if that could be paired with mc writing yes honestly i'm i yeah i wouldn't mind that yeah because they would definitely take over that whole aspect of it for sure oh yeah for sure like when spider-man just remember the change from amazing spider-man to spider-man homecoming was just night and day i felt like anyways yeah felt like mm-hmm. it was and i better. think maybe also, too, is that they what, have a six, there's a six movie deal with Spider-Man. So Spider-Man 3 would be the next one. Maybe that's something that Sony and MCU work out, or sorry, Marvel Studios work out for the next set of yeah. whatever they do with Spider-Man. And maybe that could be very likely just because MCU would want Sony to re-sign that contract, right? Yeah. So they would probably want to show Sony that they're willing to put their characters like throw Sony a bone, yeah. I guess. And just because, I mean, it seems like they're starting to build around Spider-Man a lot, just with the whole trailer we saw yeah. with him being kind of taken up Tony Stark, that role a little bit. And Sony has a little more momentum too with Venom and Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. As far as in the, the Spider-Man mm-hmm. universe. Luke, any take on this? No, those sounded cool. 
<laughs> All right, 100%. Let's move on then. So, doing let's do right. some trailers. Bunch of trailers that came out this week or in the past week. First big Damn. one. I know this is what Luke's favorite like movie he's looking forward to most this summer. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood trailer number 2 came out. Oh, yeah. Wait, is it Luke? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh. Yes. What do you think about the trailer, Luke? I thought it was dope. It looks like the, the whole the whole plot line with uh, Charles Manson is going to be a little bigger than we thought. Yeah, I agree. That's definitely going to interweave into there. So that's it doesn't even seem like a secondary plot line. It seems like it's going to directly weave into play a part in the main plot like storyline. Yeah, cuz the first trailer definitely had that just they did the whole they went the whole it's going to be a very movie Hollywood route. Mhm. And that's going to be in the background kind of. I agree with that. In that interview I was watching, probably 50% of the questions were about the Manson family and how oh, what's her name? Sharon Tate. Mark, yeah, Sharon Tate is like the heartbeat of the movie, is what Quentin Tarantino said. Mm. Was, was this at Cannes? Yeah, it was at Cannes. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm 90% for sure. sure about that. They were talking pretty exclusively about that for the most part. And then they were also just talking about how the character Brad Pitt and the par- character Leonardo DiCaprio plays, how it's about acceptance, basically, and how they both can't accept their situations mm. in life. Then it just interweaves those characters into the Manson family. Thing. so i don't know it looks cool like how they're interweaving these fictional characters that are also really interesting into real life events and that's what it seems yeah, like. yeah anyway. and he also has said that this movie is going to be the closest he's done to pulp fiction out of any of his any of his first yeah. movies meaning that yeah it's going to weave all these different storylines and they'll probably overlap a little bit well and quentin himself said la is going to be like a character in this movie it's going to be its own character so i'm imagine the set design and all the makeup and costume design and all that's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Probably. Oh yeah. Just from the trailer, it looks amazing. Yeah. Trailers. I kind of, I kind of got a theory that this is going to be kind of like Inglorious Bastards where it's a little alternative storyline to what happened. So in the, in the end, yeah. Oh, like how cool. they killed Hitler at the end of that. And this yeah. one, they're just going <laughs> to blast Charles Manson somehow at the very end. That's kind of my little theory with how yeah. it's going. Hmm. Maybe. Damn. That would be, that'd be interesting. That'd actually be badass. Just something that's kind of mm-hmm. unexpected, a little alternate history deal. That could be cool. I thought they were gonna be in, end up like being the ones to kill her. That was my theory. The main characters. Yeah. Damn. I don't. I don't think it's oh, gonna Cliff? go that way. I think it's like Cliff and something. All right. Whatever. I could dude. see them being the ones who killed Manson if it if that if they end up going that way. Leonardo DiCaprio's character seemed to be like going. He seemed to be going kind of crazy like at points in that trailer. So I was like, I could see him. You know. Yeah, because. He said his character is an actor who is taking jobs that he feels like they're below him. And he mm-hmm. feels really strongly that he's on the decline of his career. Yeah, that's so true. He's kind of self-conscious. and Yeah, exactly. You can you see know. that in the trailer a little bit, too. Yeah, that's also yeah. like I could see him being swayed by Charles Manson. Oh, somehow. okay. That's a good. Okay, yeah. that's a good theory. And he does feel like he needs praise, too. Like with that little girl when she was saying how good his acting was. And then he just started crying. He was like, oh, I mean, I thought he said I fucking be, knew yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, okay. See that? Yeah. That was in the first trailer. Yeah. Yeah. That was in the first trailer. Okay. Next, this dropped during the Game of Thrones finale, I believe. It was the Westworld teaser. And this one, this season looks very different. That was my impression. It looks like a whole new show. It's got Aaron Paul in it from Breaking yeah. Bad. Yeah. It had my boy. So different. Yeah. Very different. It had my boy Scott Muscetti in it, aka Kid Cudi. He was in there. 
I, I kind of like the ironic line at the end of that show where he says he needs to find someone real, and then you just see Dolores at the very end. Yeah, yeah. it looks good. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I don't think it comes out till 2020. So it's all outside yeah. the simulation yeah, now. Yeah, moved on. That's what it looks like. I agree. It looks very, yeah. very. Different. And I was kind of okay with them getting away from the whole simulation thing. I didn't think the second season brought as much magic to it. I guess as like the first season, it felt yeah. a lot of the same. You agree with that, Ross? Yeah, it wasn't as unique. I would say. Yeah, it didn't it didn't capture like that mm-hmm. lightning in a bottle type feel. That and then even like the about. I remember when they did this whole samurai world kind of part, and I was excited for that, and I just thought I don't know, thought that kind of felt flat. Didn't feel like it was really necessary with the whole story of it. So yeah, I'm cool with this new direction. And it's, it's Jonathan Nolan, right? He's the one who directs all this and produces it. Oh, and then Lisa Joy yeah. also produced it, right? She's solid too. Yeah, she won the Emmy. Uh, for she got nominated one. or nominated a couple times. Okay. Yeah. They've oh, been, damn, it's been nominated times. twice for outstanding drama series, even when even when we thought that it took a little step yeah. down second season. But the first season of that show is one of the best like first seasons I've ever seen of a show. It rivaled season one yeah, of Game of Thrones really for me personally. As mm-hmm. just far as the season one goes, I remember watching it and thinking this was on par with Game of Thrones or better. Maybe yeah, I'd be pretty down to do just review like episode reviews of Westworld. I don't know. We'd have to probably gauge the people who listen to see how they if people watch westworld yeah. but i'd be pretty down when that rolls around next year and just see how good this season yeah, that's is true. but i guess if yeah i got a good feeling about it though because it could be could be really mm-hmm. interesting and paul's a good know. actor so he's a great actor all right so i'm with that okay moving on this so the first terminator dark fate teaser trailer dropped who wants to go first in that one you want to yeah. go first ross i mean initial reaction is it looks kind of mediocre but I'm not gonna make too many judgments on it. Like it's just yeah. one trailer. It wasn't like it wasn't there wasn't anything that was strikingly bad about it. I didn't really get what it was trying to do or or like why the movie was even being made. Luke. Yeah, it didn't blow me out of the water either. The Schwartz is back though, baby. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> you love to see it. Yeah. I don't know. That was cool. I'll I'll probably watch a movie with him in it. Yeah, dude, that was one of my pros, too. I was like, all right, Arnold Schwarzenegger's here. His beard's looking good. <laughs> he was in the one with Amelia Clark, too, though. Yeah, he was. In, he's been in all of them, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he was in Terminator Salvation as well. He was like a, it was like a CGI cameo. At the very of, end. Yeah. He was butt naked, too. Yeah, I guess that, so that counts. He was butt naked in the first one. Yeah, he dude, was. You saw his dick in the first one. Nice dick. It was like CGI butt naked. <laughs> oh yeah, in the first one. Yeah, top of the line, top of the line dick. Well, that was real dick. Arnold. So that was great dick. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but the CGI dick. I thought that they needed. They probably should have just had a line like we all wanted Arnold Schwarzenegger to say something in the trailer. He didn't speak. I thought that could have made it a little better. I don't know. I feel like that would have made it worse for me just because I feel like any line that he would say just because of who he is, it would have just came off as cheesy or forced. Really? Hmm. What? Dude, about he has that, the best bro. lines of yeah. all time. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Get to the it, yeah, chopper. That's what I'm saying. If he said something like I'll that, be back. I, feel, I feel like it would just be gratuitous. He's just showing up just to say that line. And that's all he's there for. Well, he's going to be a prominent you know? character in the movie. Unless they gave him like a new line that was really badass, then I would be yeah. down. But if he just said some of the same old shit, okay, you know, that, that would be my well, problem. He's not going to say fucking I'll be back in the trailer. He'll obviously get new lines. Yeah, so I'm excited for his role. Some of my other pros for me, I thought Mackenzie Davis's character looked pretty badass. She's the new 
She's the new good Terminator. She was in yeah. Blade Runner 2049 also. She was the Detective Ross. She's a pretty good actress. Yeah. And I thought Limited Hamilton as Sarah Connor. She looked pretty dope rolling out of that car or whatever, or the truck or whatever. That was sick. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we've already seen that in the promotional poster too, so I was expecting that. I think one pro they have is that James Cameron is producing this one, and he's ret- they're completely retconning everything. So for listeners, the only thing that's canon with this movie is the first two Terminator movies that he directed. So that gives me some that's faith. That's dope. Yeah. But who, who also knows how much he's really involved? He didn't direct it. Tim Miller, who did the first Deadpool movie, also directed a lot of... What was that series we watched earlier this year, Ross? Alien? Oh, forget the name oh, of it. Uh, Love, Love, Death, Death Robots. Robots. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good series. Yeah. Anytime a friend comes over, I try to show yeah, it. Yeah, it's a fucking good series. If you're listening, you should check it out. It's good. It's on Netflix. Yeah. But then there were some cons for me. I thought this one, they are kind of just rehashing a lot of ideas we've already seen. The Terminator turns into that substance yeah. and leaves the trucks. We've seen that before. Then in Christian, you know, that Christian Bale Terminator was that Terminator Salvation. Yeah, that was Salvation. Yeah, we've already seen the human Terminator combo. And I don't know, dude. I thought the new Terminator kind of, the new Terminator dude, he just didn't look scary, man. He just looked just like an average Joe. <laughs> maybe they're saving it for the movie. I don't know. But maybe that's why he's scary because he's an average Joe. <laughs> yeah. Looks like anyone. Okay. Hey, he I, looks like you, Zach. Not scary at all. Yeah. I mean, they need like an Arnold Schwarzenegger type <laughs> dude, I thought. So that. And then I, I didn't know what are they doing with the whole John Connor storyline? It just seems like they're getting rid of that now. Yeah. That's kind of what I was saying, Zach. I just don't know why this movie <laughs> Yeah. It's made. like, okay. So mm-hmm. you're just banning the point of the whole every other movie but okay so yeah i, I don't know we, i need to see more too i i'm not really like yeah dying to see this movie you know what i mean definitely not yeah i agree but i i'm still giving it a chance i have no idea how good the movie's actually gonna be yeah for sure and i don't think people should knock also the cgi and trailers either i think even you see with mcu movies that that, that stuff's not done it takes yeah. a lot of time so I, i'm definitely not judging it off that yet and they do a lot of CGI tests in trailers too. They use the trailers to test the CGI just to get a feel for what the uh-huh. audience yeah, thinks 100%. as well. Like I remember, I remember when so. they did the first Infinity War trailer and everyone was pissed about how Thanos looked, and then he looked amazing. <laughs> he looked like pink, right? Too pink or too sammy? It was, fuzzy. Or... It was a little fuzzy, but then yeah. it turned out looking amazing. So I'm not yet. Yeah, I'm not even gonna do yeah. it off that. Okay, so that's it. Next, we got our John Wick three review, which we've been said we're gonna do. If you haven't yeah. seen John Wick three, don't li- don't listen to the rest of this pod. Thank you for listening. We'll be back probably next week. I want to say we're gonna do Godzilla on our next review too, or our next pod. So go see that this weekend. Godzilla, yeah, Godzilla. Yeah, I'm All right, let's do it. So you guys, who wants to go first on their John Wick three review? Gentlemen, you got it, Ross. You. All right, I'll go for it. So I agree with the consensus of the movie pretty much that the stunts and the choreography and the action was definitely top notch. The story was serviceable in my opinion. It wasn't anything crazy, but what really held up the movie for me was definitely Mm -hmm. the action and the choreography and how they kept the action fresh. You know, they weren't just, Mm -hmm. there was some scenes where it was just a lot of jujitsu but the thing is, jujitsu is still pretty exciting for me to watch. And they always kept it fresh with introducing new modes of transportation, new weapons, new fighting styles. They would be using a knife attack one time, and then he would pick up a hatchet and kill somebody <laughs> with a hatchet. And then he'd come in the next scene, and he'd have a shotgun with slugs in it and just be obl- absolutely obliterating people. Or then he'd be on a motorcycle with fighting people with a katana it really kept it fresh so that they could keep throwing action at you it was a good strategy yeah it was fun the movie 
Yeah. Luke? It was dope. It was sick. I fucking loved it. Action. Awesome. Yeah, like you were saying, Ross, it just, the action keeps moving forward. And each yeah. new scene, each new action scene has something different. It goes from the knives, then it goes to him with Halle Berry and the dogs. Oh, then- also, yes. My God, Halle Berry was badass in this movie and the dogs. <laughs> were so that was dope, probably dude. the best scene in the movie for me, besides the knife yeah. scene. No way. The knife scene was the number oh, one scene what? for me. It was it, it was goes so it goes knives, shotguns, then dog scene. Damn. Mm. them with the shotguns rolling through just popping heads off just boom boom oh. yeah like the first scene with it where there's just two guards walking down that dark alley yeah like in between boxes and then he just pops up boom just head is just damn why am i forgetting gone. that is that yeah. sandwiched in between the knives in the antique shop no he's in the new york oh in the the end. okay yeah that was great too and he's defending Lance yeah. Reddick, who, mm-hmm. was that, who came out too yeah dude yeah, that part yeah. was great that was dope i even liked his from the beginning too when he just sh- bobin just shows up and he just beats the shit out of him with a book oh yeah that was so i was like is that bobin i turned to ross i was like is that bobin luke and i both just looked at each other and we were like oh shit yeah. like the seven foot dude just destroys him dude yeah. he got him with like a fillet knife right in the shoulder though that would hurt so yeah. fucking bad oh Jesus that would cut Christ. that would just go right through the tendons and everything it would it would probably cut the bone too yeah. a little bit Damn, that would that would hurt. Is there like an artery up in there? Surprised you didn't die. I was trying to connect something. I don't know. Maybe I'm going too deep. Remember, like who was saying this to John Wick? He's like, you have to go through the uh, nine circles of hell or something to get redemption. And he kind of like I'm trying to think of it backwards because like the ninth circle's treachery. Was that the leader of the tables, the high table? Yeah. I'm trying to think of it like going backwards. I'm trying to like relate it, but maybe I'm getting too deep into it well the final circle of the nine circles of hell is ice lake so no but like the the like theme of it is treachery like that's where like satan and judas are you know uh yeah yeah yeah. and like he got betrayed by winston and that was like the last thing that happened and then like before that is fraud i guess wait winston his dog no winston the the leader of the continental (laughs) i thought i thought his dog's name was or the manager of the continental sorry yeah isn't before that it's like fraud so that's like liars and thieves yeah and so i guess that would also be winston because he totally lied to him and then he ended up betraying him yeah i was really thinking that there at the end winston was gonna just say no fuck it we're declaring all out civil war yeah that would that would have been i know that's cool too Going into the future. I know. I was like, what just John Wick, on? just as basically like a queen piece on a chessboard. Dude, John Wick always has He's to get destroying everything, you know? <laughs> he always has to get his motherfucking retribution. He's always getting fucked. Yeah. This bullshit. Our boy been put down time and time again. I thought Winston was going to have his back there, you know? Just be like, I got John Wick on my side. I can take anyone. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. What'd you think, Zach? Yeah, I thought I love this movie. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it was hilarious, honestly, just a lot of the ways people were dying. <laughs> yeah, the seven cuts. Yeah, dude, like in the action. Well, he didn't die. No, he yeah. didn't. But like still, that's a funny ass punch. Yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> well, I mean, not that funny, but. Yeah. And then the, I thought, yeah, like you guys were saying, the action choreography was just over the top amazing. I don't, yeah. that might have been some of the best I've ever seen in film, just some of those sequences and like the first big sequence up the antique shop. 
There's just like some dude who takes oh. like six knives to it <laughs> into his body. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> then he throws the knife in his head. Dude, yeah, and then That's slams bad. it down. I was like, holy shit, that is insane. <laughs> dude, how many And it tries to keep it realistic too with sometimes a knife, the butt of the knife hits them instead of the blade. So they don't always hit the blade every yeah, time. Yeah, I I love the they're all always that. reloading and shit. Just how they have to reload yeah. and like there's like that awkward fucking couple seconds where he's reloading before he just guns some dude down. <laughs> I loved yeah. all that. And just the scene where he's like in up there and making a gun just for that first headshot. That was awesome. Dude, yeah. how many how many nut shots do you think there was in this movie? <laughs> oh, wait, just like with just fists anything or like punches, kick kicks, or... dogs oh, biting, so many, like gunshots. The dogs went only exclusively for nuts. Yeah, those would be dead and they'd like... still be going ham. They'd just be like tearing up their nuts on a, some dead body. Just yeah. like going to town. That was crazy. So all that. I loved all that. And there wasn't much of a story. I didn't really care. That wasn't even like, I don't even really understand. He was out in the fucking like desert or whatever. And then in the Sarah. end, I didn't really do anything except for he lost his finger. Cause then in the end, he still was like having to defend himself when he got back. I don't know. I liked it a lot. Would you, would you guys rate it out of a uh, hundred? Luke, you want to go? Mm. Probably high eighties, probably like 87, 88. Yeah. I said 85 too. Oh, I went 82. Damn. You know what I was thinking about too also is with this movie, it's only over what, like a week, two weeks? Oh, all three yeah. movies, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, and yeah. like it all started with Theon killing his fucking dog. <laughs> Here we are yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Theon. No, he's fucking up. How many other movie series have just that many movies in that quick of span? Like I, I was trying to think about this. Are all the mm. – so this thing like Back to the Future, are those all in a, in a certain a week, Ross? Do you remember? I don't remember. Damn. I think they're a little later on, though. I think there's a I haven't seen Back to the Future in like fucking so 10 long. years. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. What about the Hobbit movies? This is the only other one I could think maybe those. No, that's like at least a think? month. Okay, yeah. So this is like <laughs> three movies yeah. in a couple weeks. So that, that part's crazy, too. And <laughs> what's also crazy, too, is this: the director was used to be Keanu Reeves' stunt double. And that's how they even started the whole series. Yeah. What? It started as like a low budget movie. And then here we are now. We're going to get a fourth movie that comes out in two years. Yeah. And also, dude, this, Damn, this dude crazy. can't die. He's like a fucking superhero. He is well, kind of. And I like how the world is a little bit comic Oh, yeah. I, I love it's the like, aspect of their world. It's just like, oh, they let all these assassins yeah. run around everywhere. I don't think I've seen a cop yet. I'm trying, to, <laughs> trying to remember if there was a cop in that movie. No. They're just all paid off. Yeah, this movie was just great. You have them like killing people on horses motorcycles with oh sword. yeah that, i was like that part was great guys. and just the ending the ending was good too it was cool to see i even kind of liked the villain the villain guy he's kind of funny yeah zero yeah. he's just like a huge fanboy yeah. of john wick too yeah yeah they showed so much respect to them that sometimes they wouldn't even kill him when they had the opportunity just because it was dishonorable i know they let him get back up they're just like damn it's just crazy we're fighting fucking john wick yeah what a badass. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what where they're gonna go with the fourth one. They're just gonna just more of that shit, I guess. I would like to see more Halle Berry. She was badass. Yeah, she was she was honestly great. She was sick. I liked her character. Yeah, that whole scene was good. Nice little just not a cameo, but just a solid one scene. And then they even had Braun in there too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah he dude. Popped up. Dude. He's just a slimy bastard as per usual. So I feel like his accent was a little shaky. Oh yeah, I mean, I I, like, I wasn't even thinking about that. I feel like it faltered at a couple times, cause, and it went straight British. He just popped up, and I was like, "That's fucking Braun. What the fuck? I'm with it." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it for what it was. Agreed. 
82. You always rate movies so low. I don't know. I just feel like I enjoy other things than movies than you guys, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I have a different type of movie. Yeah. What's your type of movie then? What movie are you going to rate high? I really like movies that are like. What did you rate Endgame? Psychologically. Oh, Endgame, I think I rated 80. You were in the 80s, huh? You were. I think 88. Do we even rate it? Yeah, we rated Endgame. I can't remember. I said 90. Or 89. What'd you put for us? That one, I think I gave uh, 90, maybe. No, no way. way it was that high. No fucking way. I don't think you've done any movie in the 90s. You have never rated a movie in the 90s. No way. Oh, wait. No, yeah. It was an 86, I think. I don't even think it was that high. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I think it was below that. It was in the 70s. I, mean, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure. No, it was not in the 70s. I really think that Definitely. it was in the 70s, like 78. Guys, no way. I'm pretty sure it was like mid-70s, too. No, mid-80s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one other thing I did like, I forgot to add in John Wick, was just all the sets were pretty crazy. Just like that whole glass set. Yeah. That was awesome. Loved all that. Oh, that was hella mm-hmm. dope. I like how they're like assassin. They have assassin abilities. They can just like disappear like so sneakily. Yeah. Where is the motherfucker? Oh, and that Matrix line, too. The uh, Guns. Lots of guns. Yeah. His character is just funny. Too. <laughs> Freaking Keanu. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was dope as hell. Solid movie. So I think that that's it for the review. Uh, we should, let's wrap it up now. So I wanted to give a shout out to Dalton Hildreth. He won the Godzilla tickets for this weekend. We're going to do a review on Godzilla. Nice. It's getting like, it, it's basically the reviews I'm seeing it for it are saying, hey, if you like monster action it's gonna have a lot of that so i'm with it and make sure you go rate and review us on itunes if you don't already and follow us on twitter and instagram at not a movie pod we're doing more giveaways i think we're the next giveaway i'm planning would be probably spider-man so a couple weeks what else we want to review should we just plan this out right now so get people to start listening i kind of want to review all the black mirror episodes you guys down with that those are easy because they're on netflix yeah i'm i'm definitely down to review those are you down to review Chernobyl after it all it. comes out? Yeah. So far, I'm really liking it. I had like a fucking angry We, we can sigh. do it. It's just a lot, you know? Five hours. We can do it. Ugh. It's a heavy one to rewatch. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Wait, I do want to watch. Let, let's watch the whole thing and then decide. Because I haven't even seen. I've only okay, seen yeah. one fifth of it. So I haven't even seen it at all. Yeah, definitely watch yeah. it. And if you're listening, you should watch it too. It's a great series. It's actually right now on IMDb. Yeah. It's the highest rated series of all time. But it also has a lot less, you know, ratings than everything else on that list. Like I think it was, it's at nine point seven, so it's above Breaking Bad, which was like number two, and nine point five. Planet Planet Earth's up there. Game yeah. of Thrones was up there. The Wire was up there. Band of Brothers was up there too. No, Luke, I definitely think you'll like. You'll like it, dude. Chernobyl. It's good storytelling. It's good cinematography. Yeah. It's just and it's crazy because it really happened. Just that aspect yeah. of mm-hmm. it. So yeah, I think that's it. That's it for today. All right, we out of here. Later. And that's why you're weak, Zach. You don't eat. You don't eat fish. Because I don't like fish. <laughs> You're not a bear man. Bro, they just all, all fish just taste fishy to me. I just can't even tell. They don't take, taste any different. I, yeah, they all taste great. What? 
Bitch, if I put a tilapia, if I put a tilapia right next to a salmon, you could taste the difference like night and goddamn day. It still have that Definitely. fishiness too, though. It's just not into it, not about it. Thank God you're in San Francisco. <laughs> they got fish everywhere out here. What's that supposed to mean? We live in the Bay, yeah. boy. He's in... <laughs> no, they in the don't. Bay? No, they don't. Not anymore, you idiot Californians. Like killed them all, idiots. Okay. Oh, okay. Nope, that's you, you too. Some knowledge on me? I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah, congrats. Damn. Did you know the only fucking salmon they sell there is fucking farm salmon, and they put fucking mm. food coloring in it to Yummy. make it look pink. Right? Well, yeah, not <laughs> fucking. That doesn't happen up here, idiot. Damn. <laughs> Ross yelled at him. Tina, eat your dinner. <laughs> I can't. I know. I know. 